section seventeen of the sikh religion sacred writings and authors volume six by max arthur mcauliffe this librivox recording is in the public domain section seventeen kabir's hymns part four the following was addressed to a yogi who endeavoured to induce kabir to drink wine ramkali one make thy body the vat the guru's instruction thy molasses cut up avarice lust wrath pride and envy as thy kikar bark thus mix thy yeast is there any saint in whose heart composure and happiness dwell to whom i may offer my devotion and penance as commission for procuring me such wine i will give my soul and body for one drop of the wine which that that produceth i have made the fourteen worlds my furnace and heated it with the fire of divine knowledge i have sealed the still with the gentle sound of god's name and plastered it with what yieldeth mental happiness pilgrimage fasting daily religious ceremonies purifications and austerities at eclipses of the sun and moon i would pledge for that wine make meditation thy cup god's ambrosial name the pure juice and drink that elixir from such a still a very pure trickling stream ever issueth and the soul is delighted therewith saith kabir all other wines are insipid this is the true elixir on the same subject too make divine knowledge thy molasses meditation thy basia flowers and the fear of god in thy heart thy furnace the drinker who is absorbed in god by means of the breath of the sukhmana imbibeth such wine o yogi my mind is intoxicated when that wine ascendeth through the brain man relisheth no other there is then light in the three worlds joining god in the soul i have prepared a furnace and drunk the excellent elixir i have burnt lust and wrath as firewood and escaped from worldliness the light of divine knowledge appeared to me when i met my true guru and obtained understanding the slave kabir is intoxicated with that wine and will never abstain therefrom kabir was likened to a cotwall for his severity to the wicked and to a dog for his barking he accepted both imputations for i honour the saints and i punish the wicked this is my court-house i shampoo thy feet o god day and night i turn my hair into a chari and wave it over thee i am the dog at thy court i bark in front of it putting forward my snout in her former birth i was thy servant that position i cannot now resign the gentle order of thy court was branded on my forehead they who bear such brand fight bravely in battle they who bear it not flee away he who is holy knoweth how to serve god and god putteth him into his treasury in the house of the body is the chamber of the heart which becometh the most precious chamber of all when filled with meditation on god the guru hath granted god's name the real thing to kabir saying take it and guard it kabir hath offered it to the world but only he who was so destined receiveth it abiding is the married state of her who hath found the immortal elixir the brahman trusts not to god but to the veds and the gayatri and hence he shall be lost five why shouldst thou o brahman forget him from whose mouth the veds and the gayatri issued why shouldst not thou o pandit utter the name of god whose feet every one toucheth o my brahman why not repeat god's name if thou utter not his name o pandit thou shalt be cast into hell thou callest thyself exalted yet thou eatest in the houses of the low and fillest thy belly by the exaction of alms on the fourteenth and fifteen days 
of the half-month thou devisest tales and beggest but even with a lamp in thy hand thou shalt fall into the pit thou art a brahman i am a weaver of benares how can i be a match for thee by repeating the name of god i have been saved while thou o pandit shalt be lost by trusting to the veds a mystic hymn in which god is represented under the allegory of a tree six there is one tree it hath endless branches and shoots its blossoms and leaves are filled with nectar this world is a garden of ambrosia god who is perfect hath created it the few holy men in whose hearts the light of god shineth know the story of my beloved sovereign god one bumblebee intoxicated with the juice of the flowers hath fixed his mind within the twelve petals of the lotus of the heart he then raising his breath to the lotus of sixteen petals in his brain gaineth the ecstatic fruit thereof another tree was produced in the silent vacuum it dried up the waters of the earth saith kabir i am a servant of those who have seen that tree the following was addressed to a yogi seven make silence thine earrings mercy thy wallet and meditation thy cup stitch thy body for thy patched coat and make the name thy support o yogi practise such yoga that thou mayest while enjoying the world perform thy devotion penance and austerities under the guru's instruction make the knowledge of god the ashes thou smearest on thy body and meditation thy horn abandoning the world roam in the city of the body and play thy heart as a kanguri plant the five virtues in thy heart so that thy contemplation may be undisturbed by the world saith kabir here o saints make honesty and mercy your garden kabir in a fit of introspection and self-abasement addressed himself eight for what object wast thou born in the world and what advantage hast thou gained from thy human birth thou hast not applied thy mind even for a moment to god the fulfiller of desires the vessel to take thee across the terrible ocean o god such sinners are we that we have never performed service for that lord who gave us our souls and bodies the passion to possess others wealth children and wives and to slander and calumniate others hath not forsaken us we suffer transmigration again and again this law is not broken i have not wandered even for a moment to where the conversation of the saints of god is held libertines thieves panders and drunkards with them have i ever consorted my possessions are lust wrath covetousness pride and envy mercy honesty and service to the guru have not come to me even in my dreams o god compassionate to the poor merciful dear to the saints remover of fear prayeth kabir preserve thine afflicted slave o god and i will perform thy service remember god and do him homage nine remember in thy heart the being by whose remembrance thou shalt obtain the gate of deliverance go to heaven and return not to this world play the trumpets in the house of the fearless one and the unbeaten strain shall ever fully resound for thee without remembering him deliverance can never be obtained heartily bow before the being by remembering whom none may refuse thee who conferreth salvation by which great loads of sin drop off and thy transmigration is at an end remember him through whom thou enjoyest thyself and an ever-burning lamp shall be placed within thee the lamp which rendereth the world immortal and expelleth the poison of lust and wrath twine and wear on thy neck the rosary of him by remembering whom thy salvation shall be obtained wear that rosary doff it not and by the favour of the guru thou shalt be saved remember the beloved day and night and thou shalt have no regard for men thou shalt sleep at home 
in silken bedclothes and thy heart shall be gladdened by a pleasant couch ever remember god in thy heart and sing his praises by remembering him thy trouble shall depart and maya affect thee not from the true guru learn how to remember god remember him every day and night standing or sitting at every expiration and inspiration waking or sleeping enjoy the sweets of remembering him by remembering god thou shalt be united with him make the remembrance of god's name thy support by remembering him no weight of sin shall oppress thee neither wrought nor spoken incantations can prevail with him saith kabir who hath no limit the condition of him who has put his passions under subjection ten he who hath captivated the captivators shall obtain deliverance and the guru shall put out the fire of his passions when i had thoroughly examined my heart i made my ablutions within it to dwell in god the lord of life is the best thing there is then no death or birth or decay turning away from mammon i restrained my mind and i entered the region of god i have pierced the serpent's way and assuredly met god worldly love and mammon no more affect me the sun hath restrained the moon when i completely stopped my breath the lute played spontaneously the preacher hath communicated this instruction the hearer hath heard and treasured it in his heart he who acteth according to it shall be saved saith kabir verily god is a luminous diamond whose light fills creation eleven the moon and sun are both forms of light god the unequalled pervadeth their light o wise man meditate on god in whose light creation is contained beholding god the diamond i prostrate myself before him saith kabir he is bright and yet invisible some hindus asked kabir to give them instruction upon which he composed the following twelve o world be alert and wakeful even while awake you are being robbed my brethren even while the veds who are alert sentinels look on death will take you away the fool the blockhead and the pagan think that the nim is a mango and the mango a nim that a ripe plantain tree is but a prickly bush and that the fruit of the coconut is like the ripe fruit of the simul god is the sugar which hath been spilled in the dust it cannot be picked up by the elephant saith kabir renounce family caste and lineage become an ant and thou canst pick up and eat the sugar a remonstrance to a brahmin for offering animal sacrifice to an idol maru one o pandit what folly meditatest thou thou shalt be ruined with all thy family for not having repeated god's name o luckless man what availeth thee to read the veds and the parans it is like loading a donkey with sandal whose perfume he valueth not thou knowest not how to repeat god's name how shalt thou be saved thou takest life and deemest it religious tell me my brother what thou callest irreligious thou makest thyself out an excellent muni whom callest thou a butcher mentally blind thou knowest not thyself what shalt thou cause others to know thou sellest knowledge for money thy life passeth in vain narad and bias declare and thou mayest go and ask shukdev also saith kabir too by uttering the name of god ye shall be delivered otherwise ye shall perish my brethren it is the condition of the heart not man's garb or place of residence which produces happiness two unless you remove evil from your hearts how shall you find god by dwelling in the forest they who deem their own homes equal to the forest are perfect among men you shall obtain true happiness if you lovingly repeat the name of the life of the world what avail wearing matted hair smearing yourselves with ashes and dwelling in caves he who hath conquered his own heart hath conquered the world because he is free from the deadly sins all people use eye-wash but there is a difference in their blandishments the eyes to which the surma of divine knowledge is applied are acceptable to god saith kabir i now know god the guru hath explained divine knowledge to me i have met god who dwelleth in the heart 
my mind shall now no more wander the following was addressed to a yogi whom kabir found begging and boasting that he had obtained all spiritual wealth and perfection three what hath he who hath obtained spiritual wealth and supernatural power to do with any one what shall i say regarding thy language i am much ashamed to speak to thee he who hath obtained god wandereth not from door to door this false world greatly burneth for wealth in the hope of using it for a few days whosoever drinketh god's water shall not be thirsty again he who knoweth god by the favour of the guru abandoneth all worldly desires when the heart is withdrawn from the world the true one appeareth everywhere the name of god saveth him who hath tasted its savour saith kabir i have become gold my doubts have fled and i have crossed the ocean it was made a reproach to kabir that he being a weaver dared preach to men of high caste upon this he preached equality of all men for as the bubbles of the river are accounted water and blend with the water of the ocean so the man who looketh on all with an equal eye shall become pure and blend with the infinite why should i return to this world transmigration taketh place by god's order he who obeyeth it shall blend with him when this fabric of five elements perisheth my wandering shall be at an end forswearing sex i look on all as equal and meditate on the one name i devote myself to and perform the duties which god assigned me if god bestow mercy on me i shall be absorbed in him under the instruction of my guru he who in life is in death and who from death returneth to life shall not be born again saith kabir he who is permeated with the name fixeth his love on god kabir in a vision beheld god and rushed to embrace him but was repulsed the following was composed on the occasion five if thou repulse me then show me the way of deliverance one god in many forms thou art contained in everything why dost thou now elude me o god whither dost thou take me for salvation i ask thee where thou wilt give me salvation and of what degree seeing that by thy favour i have already obtained it i call thee my future saviour until i knew the reality i have now become pure in heart saith kabir and my mind is happy kabir is said to have uttered the following to a man whom he found committing an act of immorality six rawan had to leave the golden fortress and strongholds which he had made o man why actest thou as it pleaseth thyself when death cometh and catcheth thee by the hair only god's name will save thee death and life are the work of god this deceitful world is only an entanglement saith kabir they who have the elixir of god in their hearts shall ultimately be saved the body likened to a village the soul to its headman and the senses to its agriculturalists seven the body is a village the soul placed therein is its headman five husbandmen dwell in it the senses eyes nose ear tongue and touch which obey not my orders o father i shall no longer dwell in this village the accountants call chitter and gupt ask for an account of every moment of mine so when dharmraj calleth for my account there will be a heavy balance against me the five husbandmen will then have all fled and the bailiffs will arrest the soul saith kabir here o holy men settle your accounts on the field pardon for this once thy slave so that he may not have to return to this terrible ocean a bairagi who had come from daraka told kabir he had seen god there and he asked him to go there too and he would also see god upon this the following colloquy occurred eight o bairagi no one hath seen the fearless one can the fearless one be obtained without fearing him certainly not o bairagi if man were to see the lord present he would feel fear he who obeyeth god's order is without fear certainly o bairagi though all people are imbued with hypocrisy practise it not thou before god certainly not 
o bairagi men set not covetousness aside egoism hath destroyed the body certainly o bairagi the fire of care hath burnt the body but thou shalt escape from it if thou deaden thy feelings certainly without a true guru there can be no contempt of the world o bairagi even though everybody desire it certainly o bairagi if it be god's will thou shalt meet the true guru and shalt easily obtain god certainly saith kabir o bairagi address one prayer to god to take thee over the terrible ocean certainly krishan was one day going to visit duryadhan but he heard that duryadhan was then holding court krishan in order to avoid the regal ceremonial and entertainments connected therewith remained the night with vidur next day when krishan and duryadhan met the latter upbraided him in a friendly manner for not having gone straight to him the following is krishan's reply nine o king who would go to thee i have seen such affection on vidur's part that the poor man pleaseth me beholding thine elephants thou hast been lost in error and hast not recognized god i consider vidur's water as nectar in comparison with thy milk i got vegetables without condiment but to me they were equal to cur and the night passed in vidur's singing god's praises kabir's god is joyous and happy and payeth no attention to anybody's caste slocks the following two slocks in the ragmaru are attributed to kabir the battle referred to is perhaps intended to represent man's struggle with his evil passions these are the only lines in the granth sahib relating to war when the drums sound aloud the conspicuous warriors fall wounded the brave have entered the battlefield now is the time for combat recognize him as a hero who fighteth for the love of his religion he may die cut in pieces but will never desert the battlefield the following was a sharp remonstrance addressed to some men of high rank ten you have forgotten your religion o madmen you have forgotten your religion you fill your bellies you sleep like beasts you have lost your human births you have never associated with saints but have adopted false occupations you wander like dogs pigs and ravens you deem yourselves great and others small i have seen you go into hell in thought word and deed the lustful the wrathful the deceitful the assemblers and the idlers pass their time in doing evil and never remember god saith kabir fools blockheads and pagans reflect not they know not god's name how shall they be saved men should remember god and not be led astray by worldly pleasures eleven remember god or thou shalt repent it o sinful soul thou practisest avarice but thou shalt depart to-day or to-morrow through thine attachment to avarice and being led astray by mammon thou hast wasted thy life be not proud of thy wealth and youth they dissolve like paper when death cometh and seizeth thee by the hair and knocketh thee down on that day shalt thou be powerless thou hast not remembered god or worshipped him or shown mercy to his creatures therefore shalt thou be smitten on the mouth when dharmraj asketh for thine account what face shalt thou show him saith kabir hear ye good men ye shall be saved in the company of the holy the condition of him who has obtained salvation during life kadar one they who abandon praise as well as blame who reject honour as well as dishonour who consider iron and gold the same are the image of god few o lord are thy servants they who abandon lust wrath covetousness and worldly love behold god's feet what are called the qualities of impulse ignorance and goodness are all contained in thy maya only they who understand the fourth degree have obtained the supreme position they never entertained love for pilgrimages fasting or for the religious ceremonies purifications and austerities of the superstitious by meditating on god avarice worldly love and doubt depart the darkness of the mansion in which the lamp of divine knowledge burneth is dispelled its owner abideth completely fearless and his doubts have fled saith kabir 
i am his slave the saint deals in holiness and is thus emancipated during life two some deal in bronze and copper others in cloves and betel nut the saints deal in god's name that is my merchandise o dealers in the name of god the priceless diamond hath come to hand and worldly thoughts have fled they whom the true one attached to truth remain attached to it truth is their occupation they dispatched a load of the true thing and it reached god the storekeeper god is himself the gem the jewel and the precious stone he is himself the jeweller he is in every direction immovable he setteth everything in motion he is a permanent dealer o man make thy heart the ox meditation the road fill thy sack with divine knowledge and load it on the ox saith kabir here o saints my goods have arrived at their destination the following was addressed to a yogi who fortified himself for his austerities by potations of wine three o ignorant and stupid brawler reverse thy breath and direct it to thy brain then turn thy brain into a furnace draw the nectarious stream and thou shalt become divinely intoxicated o brother call upon god for assistance o saints ever drink this wine so difficult to obtain and your thirst shall easily be quenched in the fear of god is love he who knoweth this shall obtain god's elixir my brother ambrosia is in every heart god giveth it to whomsoever he pleaseth there is one city it hath nine gates restrain thy wandering mind from issuing by them after the exercise of the ira pingla and sukmana the tenth gate openeth and the mind becometh intoxicated when the soul obtaineth the fully fearless dignity suffering is at an end saith kabir deliberately turning from the way of the world i have obtained this wine a cup of which causeth divine intoxication religious instruction addressed to a dissolute fop four thou who art saturated with lust wrath and covetousness knowest not the way of the one god thine eyes are burst thou seest nothing thou art drowned even without water why walkest thou so foppishly thou art a compound of bones skin and filth and saturated with evil odour thou repeatest not god's name in what doubts hast thou gone astray death is not far from thee whatever efforts thou makest to preserve thy body shall at last when thy term of life is complete nothing resulteth from thine efforts what can any mortal do if it be god's will man shall meet a true guru and repeat the one name thou livest in a house of sand and puffest out thy body o simpleton saith kabir they however clever who remember not god are lost the following was addressed to the same person five crooked thy turban crooked thy gait thou beginnest to eat betel thou hast naught to do with the love and service of god thou sayest i have business in court thou hast forgotten god in thy pride ever gazing on thy gold and thy very beautiful women thou deemest them permanent thy life passeth away in covetousness falsehood sin and great arrogance saith kabir death will attack thee at last o fool kabir reminds a worldly person of his death six having beaten thy drum for four days thou shalt depart with all thine earnings thy ready money and thy buried treasures thou shalt take nothing with thee thy dear wife will sit and weep in the portico thy mother will go as far as the gate with thee all thy friends and relations will accompany thee to the burning ground but thy soul shall depart alone thou shalt not again behold thy sons thy wealth thy towns and thy cities saith kabir why remember not god thy life is passing in vain god's name is kabir's sole property Byro one the name of god is my wealth i cannot tie it in a knot or sell it for my livelihood the name is my field the name is my garden i thy slave o god perform thy service and seek thy protection thy name is my wealth thy name my capital i know none but thee thy name is my kindred thy name my brethren thy name my associates who will assist me at the last moment 
saith kabir i am a slave to him whom god keepeth in the world but who is indifferent to it the following was addressed to a rich man who had offered kabir money two naked thou camest and naked shalt thou depart none shall remain not even kings or rulers i have the sovereign god as my nine treasures thou hast the love of property women and wealth but they did not come with thee nor shall they go with thee what availeth thee to have elephants tied at thy gate the fortress of ceylon was made of gold but what did the fool rawan take with him saith kabir meditate some good acts the gambler shall depart with empty hands god alone is pure three impure is brahma impure is indar impure is the sun and impure the moon this world is defiled with impurity pure is god alone who hath neither end nor limit impure are the gods of the worlds impure are nights days and months devoted to idolatry impure are pearls impure are diamonds impure are wind fire and water impure are shiv shankar and mahesh impure are sids sadiks and those who wear religious garbs impure are yogis and yangams with their matted hair impure is the body with the soul saith kabir only those who know god are pure and acceptable the following was addressed to a hypocritical mohammedan priest who had advised kabir to make a pilgrimage to makka four make thy mind thy kaaba thy body its enclosing temple conscience its prime teacher then o priest call men to pray to that mosque which hath ten gates sacrifice wrath doubt and malice make patience thine utterance of the five prayers the hindus and the mussulmans have the same lord what can the mullah what can the shaikh do for man saith kabir i have become mad stealing my mind away from the world i have become blended with god some one represented to kabir that he was completely spoiled by his religious exercises the following was his reply five when a stream is lost in the ganges it becometh as the ganges itself kabir is similarly lost in god by invoking him i have become as the true one and need not go elsewhere the perfume of the sandal is communicated to other trees they then become as the sandal itself when the philosopher's stone is applied to copper it becometh gold so kabir having met the saints hath become as god the following was addressed to some brahmins who had attributed kabir's contempt for their religious ceremonies to madness six you wear tilaks on your foreheads carry rosaries in your hands and put on sectarial dresses people think that god is a plaything if i am mad o god i am still thine how can people know my secret i gather no leaves and i worship no idol without devotion to god other worship is fruitless i worship the true guru and ever and ever propitiate him for such service i shall obtain happiness in his court people say kabir is mad but only god knoweth kabir's secret kabir renounces both the hindu and the mohammedan priests seven turning away from the world i have forgotten both caste and lineage my weaving is now in the infinite silence i have now no quarrel with any one i have given up both the pandits and the mullahs i weave clothes and i wear them myself where i see no pride there i sing god's praises what the pandits and the mullahs prescribe for me i have received no advantage from and have abandoned my heart being pure i have seen the lord kabir having searched and searched himself hath found god within him kabir when reproached with his poverty replied eight nobody respecteth the poor man he may make hundreds of thousands of efforts but no one will heed him if a poor man go to a rich man the latter though opposite him will turn his back if a rich man go to a poor man the latter respecteth yea inviteth him yet the poor man and the rich man are brothers god's design cannot be set aside saith kabir it is he who is poor in whose heart the name abideth not worship god betimes nine when man serveth the guru and worshippeth god it is only then he really hath a human body 
even the demigods long for this body therefore having obtained it worship god forget him not that is the advantage of human birth before the disease of old age hath come upon thee before death has seized thy body before thy voice hath grown weak o man worship god if thou worship him not now when wilt thou my brother when the end cometh thou canst not do so whatever thou doest it is best to do now otherwise thou shalt not be saved and shalt afterwards repent he is a worshipper whom god applieth to his worship it is he who shall obtain the pure god the doors of his understanding shall open to him by meeting the guru and he shall not return again by the way of the womb this is thine opportunity this thy time look into thy heart and reflect on this saith kabir o man whether thou win or lose i have many times called out to thee in the following kabir appears to mean that god resides in the brain ten the best knowledge abideth in the city of Shiv. having obtained it there meditate upon god and thou shalt know this world and the next why should i kill myself performing works of pride my attention is fixed on the special place the brain the name of the sovereign god is my divine knowledge he who hath closed his sphincter ani hath placed the moon above the sun at the western gate the sun is hot the breath then riseth to the brain from the spine the western gate is closed by a rock there is a window over that rock over the window is the tenth gate saith kabir he who dwelleth there hath neither end nor limit kabir gives his ideas of what a mula a kazi and a superior of yogis ought to be eleven he is a mula who struggleth with his art who by the instruction of the guru contendeth with death and crusheth death's pride salutation ever to that mula god is present why describe him as distant if thou restrain thy pugnacity thou shalt obtain the beautiful one he is a kazi who pondereth on his body who burneth it with divine fire and alloweth not his seed to drop even in his dreams for such a kazi there is no old age or death he is an emperor who knoweth how to draw up his two breaths who recalleth his mind when it goeth abroad who collecteth the army of breaths in his brain such a one is an emperor and hath an umbrella over his head the yogis cry out garak garak the hindus repeat ram ram the Muslims have kuda but kabir's god is the all-pervading the following hymn which is a homily against idolatry is said to have been composed by the fifth guru from a theme of kabir twelve vain is his devotion who saith a stone is god idle shall be his labour who falleth at the feet of a stone my god always speaketh he bestoweth gifts on all living things he who is blind knoweth not god who is within him he is led away by superstition and entangleth others a stone speaketh not nor bestoweth gifts vain are the ceremonies of idolaters and fruitless their service say what advantage can be gained by anointing a corpse with sandal if any one roll a corpse in the dirt what harm can it do the corpse saith kabir i proclaim with a loud voice understand me ye infidels and pagans the love of other gods hath destroyed many homes the saints of god are ever happy the universal influence of maya and the means of counteracting it thirteen the fishes in the water are led by maya the moths round the lamp are influenced by maya through maya the elephant feeleth lust creeping things and bumblebees perish through maya my brethren maya is so bewitching that she eludeth all living beings birds and beasts are imbued with maya she causeth great hardship to the honey-bees horses and camels are saturated with maya the eighty-four sids are the sport of maya the six yatis are the slaves of maya so are the nine naths the sun and the moon penitents and the supreme rikis are lulled by maya in the power of maya are death and his five messengers dogs and jackals are imbued with maya so are monkeys leopards lions cats sheep and foxes trees and tubers are subject to maya the demigods are saturated with maya so are the ocean the firmament and the earth saith kabir he who hath a belly is subject to maya the man shall be freed from her influence when he hath found a saint 
let man fix his attention on god and not on worldly things fourteen as long as man speaketh of things as his own so long not one of his affairs shall prosper when he ceaseth to speak of things as his own then god shall come and adjust his affairs to that end o man ponder on divine knowledge why rememberest thou not god the destroyer of misery as long as lions inhabit the forest so long shall the forest not flourish when the jackal eateth the lion the whole forest bursteth out in bloom they who think themselves victorious are lost and they who think themselves defeated are saved by the favour of the guru they cross over the slave kabir admonisheth all men to fix their attention on god alone a brief description of god's court to which kabir craves admittance fifteen who will introduce poor me to him who hath seven thousand commanders a lakh and a quarter of prophets eighty-eight crores of men called sheikhs and fifty-six crores of servants to amuse him his court is afar off who can reach his private chamber he hath thirty-three crores of playhouses eighty-four locks of beings wander in them he showed some favour to father adam and put him into paradise for a long time the faces of those whose hearts are not right are pale and their utterance is confounded they forsake their books and work evil they who attribute blame to god and are angry with him shall obtain the fruit of their acts thou art the giver o lord i ever beg of thee if thou refuse me i am ruined the slave kabir is in thy sanctuary keep me o merciful one near thee kabir desires not heaven but absorption in god sixteen everybody saith he is going thither i know not where heaven is they who know not the secrets of their own hearts glibly talk of heaven as long as man desireth heaven he shall not dwell at god's feet i know not where heaven's gate is nor its moat nor its plastered fortress saith kabir what more can i now say than that the society of saints is heaven kabir tells how he subdued his evil passions seventeen how shall i subdue this beautiful fortress my brother which hath double walls and triple moats whose entrenchments are the five subtle elements the twenty-five categories worldly love pride jealousy and very powerful maya i who am poor cannot obtain strength to take that fortress what shall i do o god lust is its folding doors woe and weal its gatekeepers demerits and merits its gates anger which is very quarrelsome its commander and the heart its rebel king the defenders had dainties for their coats of mail egoism for their helmets and evil understanding for the bows they drew covetousness which dwelleth in that quiver of the heart became their arrows thus the fortress was impregnable but i made divine love the fuse meditation the howitzer and divine knowledge the shells i gently lit the fuse with the fire of god's name and captured the fortress with one shot i began to fight assisted by truth and contentment and battered both its doors by the favour of the congregation of the saints and of the guru i made its king a prisoner by dint of remembering god i a coward have cut the noose of death the slave kabir hath scaled the fortress and secured an imperishable empire the following refers to another persecution of kabir eighteen the ganges is a deity deep and profound i kabir was made to stand in it with chains on my feet my spirits fell not why should my body fear my mind was absorbed in god's lotus feet my chains were broken by the ripples of the ganges and i found myself seated on a deer-skin saith kabir i had no friend or companion but god the protector both by water and land god and his residence ashtapadi one god constructed an inaccessible fortress for his residence which he illumined with his light the lightning playeth and pleasure reigneth where the youthful lord god reposeth if the soul love god's name man shall be released from old age and death and his doubt shall flee away he whose mind loveth to consider whether a man's caste is high or low chanteth the hymn of egoism the sound of the unbeaten music is heard where the lord god reposeth he who fashioned continents and different countries the three worlds the three gods and the three qualities those styled inaccessible and invisible 
dwelleth within the heart none can find the limit or the secret of the sustainer of the earth he shineth in the plantain blossom and in the sunshine and hath taken his dwelling in the pollen of the lotus god's spell is within the twelve petals of the heart where the holy lord of lakshmi reposeth the great god reacheth from the lower to the upper regions of the firmament he illumineth the silent realm where there is neither sun nor moon he was in the beginning he is without stain and happy know that he pervadeth the body as well as the universe he batheth in mansarowar his password is soham i am he he is not subject to merits or demerits nor concerned with caste with sunshine or with shade he is only found in the guru's asylum he who fixeth his attention on him removeth it not becometh released from transmigration and absorbed in the infinite he who knoweth god in his heart and repeateth his name becometh as he saith kabir that mortal shall be saved who fixeth in his heart god's light and spell god god's servants and god's court two millions of suns shine for him he hath millions of sheaves and kailases millions of durgas shampoo his limbs millions of brahmas recite the beds for him if i beg let me beg only of god i have naught to do with any other god millions of moons form his lamps thirty-three demigods cook his food the nine planets multiplied millions of times stand on duty in his court millions of dharmrajas are his porters millions of winds from the four cardinal points fan him millions of chestnuts lay his bed millions of oceans are his water carriers the eighteen million loads of vegetables are his hair millions of storekeepers fill his storehouses millions of lakshmis decorate him he removeth many millions of demerits and merits millions of indars wait on him the fifty-six millions of clouds are his messengers he is celebrated and unrivalled in every land with his tresses loose and with terrible aspect he moveth god playeth in millions of ways there are millions of feasts at his court millions of celestial singers hail him millions of sciences all describe his attributes but even then they cannot find his end in his hair are millions of bawans and rams who outgeneral rawan's army and krishans who humbled the pride of duryodhan greatly extolled by a thousand million parans millions of cupids cannot compete with him in beauty he stealeth away the inmost heart saith kabir hear me o god grant me the fearless dignity the gift i crave the following was written under the grateful influence of early spring in the north of india basant one the earth bloometh the firmament rejoiceth every heart is gladdened by god's light the lord god rejoiceth in endless ways whithersoever i look there is he contained the four veds rejoice in worldliness so do the simritis with the books of the mussulmans shiv practising yog rejoiceth kabir's lord bloometh equally in all things kabir accepts as saints shukdev akvur hanuman and shiv famous for their continence and rejects the hypocritical brahmins yogis sannyasis and penitents of his time two the pandits grow proud reciting the purans the yogis in practising yog the sannyasis in saying there is no one like themselves the penitents even in their different penances are all intoxicated with pride none of them is awake the thieves who rob houses are already with them shukdev and akwar are awake hanuman with the tail is awake shiv is awake and worshippeth god's feet in this call age namdev and jaidev are awake there are several forms of waking and sleeping he who is awake under the guru's instruction is the best the most important duty of this body saith kabir is to repeat god's name to obtain salvation without a guru would be impossible three hath a wife ever given birth to her husband hath a boy ever dandled his father hath a woman without breasts ever suckled see o people the peculiarity of this call age hath a son ever taken his mother in marriage can a man without feet ever leap can a man without a mouth burst into laughter without sleep can man repose can one churn milk without a churn can a cow without an udder give milk can one accomplish a long journey without a road so the way cannot be found without a true guru kabir saith and admonisheth all men god saves his saints as he did pallad for pallad was sent to school for instruction he took several boys with him as his class fellows he said to his teacher why teach me worldly entanglements rather write on my tablet the name of god 
i will not sir abandon the name of god i have no concern with any other instruction his tutor's son sanda and marka went and reported the matter to prahlad's father he sent for prahlad telling them to run quickly to him then he addressed him abandon the habit of repeating god's name i will let thee go at once if thou obey my words prahlad replied why dost thou continually annoy me i should be a sinner were i to abandon the one god who made the water the dry land the hills and the mountains throw me into the fire or kill me if it please thee his father became angry and drawing his sword said show me that preserver of thine upon this god expanding came forth from a pillar and killed harnachus by tearing him with his nails it was the supreme being the god of gods who appeared for the sake of his saint he became incarnate as the man-lion saith kabir he whose limit cannot be seen saved Pallad several times kabir prays to be protected from lust five within this body and mind is the thief cupid who has stolen my jewel of divine knowledge i have no patron o god to whom i may make my complaint whom hath cupid not ruined who am i that i should escape o god this terrible pain cannot be endured what power hath my fickle mind against cupid sanak sanandan the sons of brahma shiv shukdev vishnu brahma and others know his power the poets the yogis the wearers of matted hair pass their lives guarding themselves against him thou o god art unfathomable i cannot find thy depth o god lord of the poor to whom else may i tell my woes let the pain of birth and death subside and grant me continence kabir singeth the praises of the ocean of happiness the body under the allegory of a merchant six there is one head of the firm and five traders who take with them spurious wares on twenty-five oxen there are ten bags and nine poles to lift them the body is bound by seventy-two ropes i have nothing to do with that commerce by which my capital is lessened and my interest ever increased i have trafficked by joining the seven threads i have joined with them good acts and god's love the three tax-gatherers wrangle for their share but i a traitor put them aside and departed the capital of the five traders is lost their trade is ruined and the oxen disperse in every direction saith kabir o man thy business shall prosper and thy doubts depart when thou art absorbed in god a brahmin had sentry kabir for not having paid due attention to caste rules in eating the following was his reply seven thy mother was impure thy father was also impure and impure is the fruit they have borne the unlucky people came impure they departed and died impure tell me o pandit what place is pure where i may sit and take my food my tongue is impure what it saith is impure the ears and eyes are all impure the impurity of the senses departeth not o thou who art burning with brahmanical wrath fire is also impure water is impure and impure the place where thou sittest and cookest it with an impure ladle it is served up and impure are those who sit and eat it impure thy cow dung impure thy cooking square and impure the lines which mark it out saith kabir that man is pure who hath obtained true knowledge kabir's wife had ground corn and gone out without collecting the flour kabir being left alone in the house paid more attention to his devotion than to his housekeeping a dog came and began to lick the flour on the hand-mill the following was addressed to the intruding animal eight thy stride is like that of a cow the hair over thy tail is shiny search for and eat anything in this house go not to another's house lick the hand-mill eat the flour whither takest thou the towel of the hand-mill thou gazest very intently on this safe take care that the stick fall not on thy back saith kabir thou hast fared well take care that no one throw a brick or a clod at thee kabir endeavours to recall man to a sense of his insignificance sarong one why o man art thou proud of a small matter with a store of only ten mons of corn and four double pais in thy pocket thou swaggerest along even if thou obtain greatness yea a hundred villages and have an income of two lakhs of rupees thy authority shall only last for four days like the green leaves of the forest no one hath brought wealth with him and no one shall take it away greater sovereigns than even rawan departed in a moment 
god's saints who worship him and repeat his name abide for ever they to whom god is merciful meet the society of the saints neither mother father wife son nor wealth shall go with thee at the last moment saith kabir worship god o fool or thy life shall pass away in vain god's omnipotence two o god i know not the measure of thy regal authority i am the handmaiden of thy saints they who go laughing return weeping and they who go weeping return laughing what is inhabited becometh deserted and what is deserted becometh inhabited god turneth water into dry land dry land he turneth into wells and wells into mountains he can raise man from earth to heaven and when he hath ascended to heaven dash him down he can turn a beggar into a king and a king into a beggar he can turn an idiot into a pandit and a pandit into an idiot he can turn a woman into a man and a man into a woman saith kabir god is beloved of the saints man should rely on god and practise humility three without god what succour hath man the love of parents brethren sons and wife is all fleeting construct a raft for the other world what reliance can be placed on wealth what confidence can be reposed in this vessel if it be chinked in the slightest thou shalt obtain the fruit of all religion and good works if thou desire to become the dust of everybody's feet saith kabir here o saints the mind is like the flying bird of the forest kabir's bliss in feeling that he is saved prabhati one my dread of transmigration is at an end since god displayed his love for me the light hath dawned the darkness is dispelled i have obtained the jewel god by meditation on him when he conferreth happiness sorrow fleeth away the jewel of my heart is absorbed in god's love whatever occurreth is according to thy will o god he who understandeth this shall be easily absorbed in thee saith kabir all my sins have been blotted out and my soul is absorbed in the life of the world god is not confined as regards place to the mosque or the temple or as regards time to any month or day Two if god dwell only in the mosque to whom belongeth the rest of the country they who are called hindus say that god dwelleth in an idol i see not the truth in either sect o god whether allah or ram i live by thy name o lord show kindness unto me hari dwelleth in the south allah hath his place in the west search in thy heart search in thy heart of hearts there is his place and abode the brahmins yearly perform twenty-four fastings on the eleventh day of the dark and light halves of the lunar month the mussulmans fast in the month of ramzan the latter put aside eleven months of the year and say that the treasure is in one alone what availeth the hindus to bathe at yakanath in urissa orissa what the mussulmans to bow their heads in a mosque with deception in their hearts they repeat prayers what availeth them to go on a pilgrimage to makkah the men and women thou hast created o god are all in thy form kabir is a child of ram and allah and accepteth all gurus and peers saith kabir here o men and women seek the sanctuary of the one god o mortals only repeat god's name and then shall you be assuredly saved in kabir's presence a brahmin and a mohammedan priest were reviling each other's sacred books the mohammedan expatiated on the merits of sacrifice for say not that the hindu and mussulman books are false false is he who reflecteth not on them if you say that the one god is in everything then why kill fowls o priest say is this god's justice thy mental doubts forsake thee not thou seizest and bringest living things and takest their lives but thou merely killest their bodies of clay their souls return to the indestructible say what hast thou killed what avail thy purifications thy rinsings of the mouth and thy protestations in the mosque if thou pray with deception in thy heart what availeth thee thy pilgrimage to makkah thou art impure thou knowest not the pure one thou knowest not his secrets saith kabir thou hast missed heaven and art satisfied with hell kabir offered to god the following oblation instead of incense light and the other accessories of hindu worship five hear me god of gods supreme lord primal and omnipresent i offer my vespers unto thee the sids even in deep meditation have not discovered thy limits but they continue to cling to thine asylum accept this oblation o bright spirit worship the true guru my brethren brahma standeth and readeth the veds 
but the unseen is seen not by him with divine knowledge as mine oil and thy name my wick i have made a lamp to illumine my body i have lit the lamp with the light of the lord of the world he who knoweth how to do this knoweth the omniscient the unbeaten sounds of god who dwelleth with man are my five musical instruments o thou formless and undisturbed thy slave kabir hath made thee this oblation End of section seventeen